0: plushcare.com slash weight loss Hello and welcome to This Week in the Garden. I'm Peter Seabrook, here to help with some of your gardening quandaries. And we're not restricted to national gardening concerns on this podcast. We go global. Later on, I'll be talking to Sally van der Horst from Fleuriselect. They're the international organisation for the ornamental plants industry. I'll be asking Sally about the new flower varieties they've been testing. My thanks to YouGarden, sponsors of this podcast, and Charlie Jones, our producer. Boy, that was a sharp frost with us on... uh, Tuesday night, Wednesday morning did the world of good on my heavy clay soil where it's all been dug just wish I'd finished still got a bit more to go but I'll keep at it and that uh, cold east wind what we call a lazy wind in Essex you know it passes straight through you it doesn't go around you Uh, it's a pretty useful thing because it'll hold back the apricots and the early plum blossom I was interested too to uh, hear that Waitrose sold 40% more houseplants during the January period and a lot of them spring bulbs. Presumably people wanted to be uh, to just bring a fresh of spring colour into their houses and and why not? You know, if you've got daffodils at what we call the gooseneck stage where the buds are just starting to bend over if you pick those and bring them indoors they'll soon be open and you'll have some really nice fresh colour. I'm feeling a bit smug today. Got up in good time and had an hour dig in before breakfast. How about that? Boy, I feel much better for a good hour's exercise. And when you go in for breakfast somehow, you have a better appetite. Perhaps it's because uh, I've had a bit of a reborn, you know, with that flying about a few days ago. At Essen, uh, the message was very much, a small is big business. All kinds of plants are now being miniaturised, little tiny, of five-centimetre pots of things like roses and calancoi and Saint Paulias. A number of them are being sort of dressed up to appeal to young children. I'm all for that, but you know our world is changing. There was a big hall in the Essen trade show uh, with all the machinery and equipment that. Uh, the horticultural industry can now use. I mean, with LED lighting, you don't even need soil or the outside sunshine. They're growing stuff just in closed containers. And modern film, you know, the polythene that we put over structures for polytunnels and greenhouses, the quality of that is really unbelievable. They're saying it will last 10, even 15 years, and by changing the... uh, type of material, they can make plants grow faster, they can give pest resistance, Uh, they can retain heat and in summer cool it. There are some remarkable things going on. And when it comes to automation, well, I tell you, there was a little tiny machine, I suppose it would be about 18 inches or two foot across, uh, scurrying about like one of those automatic lawn mowers that we now have, and it could pick up two pots from really close spacing, move across the bed, and then put it down at a wider spacing without any human touch of any kind. And of course, when it comes to seed sowing, transplanting seedlings, even picking up and pushing in cuttings, it's all fully automated now. Part of the drive behind this automation is the shortage of hand labour. I was interested uh, to find that there is now a new weed-suppressing membrane called Plantex Platinum, comes from the DuPont company, and it will control Japanese knotweed. Boy, that must be tough stuff if uh, it will control a Japanese knotweed. And the more we have some of our chemical weed killers being removed from availability, then, of course, we will need alternative means of control. Whilst I was in Germany, I was surprised to see daffodils in flower on the roadside as uh, I travelled out of Dusseldorf. And then when I got home, I found that our daffodils too were up. You know, it's early February. This is a really early year. I think the frost pre-Christmas gave things the vernalisation that they needed and now they're really moving. In my garden, I saw the first of the Iris reticulata in flower. I love that plant. Boy, that is a charming, pretty thing. And it's really quite nicely scented. Needs to be grown in pots or pans, really, so that you can lift it up and get that rather subtle, almost freesia-like fragrance. I've saw my first yellow crocus too. The hazel catkins are actually shedding pollen in the wind, uh, and I am a little concerned that both my early plum and the apricot tree have uh, flower buds showing colour. That's a bit early, you know. If uh, they come full out and then we get a sharp frost, they won't really like that. Just at the back door, in a container, I've got uh, sarcococca. It's an evergreen, commonly called the Chinese box. And at this time of the year, it has little tiny white flowers. Uh, You may not see them really as you walk in and out the door, but boy, when the sun shines and we get a little bit of warmth, you can smell it, a really beautiful fragrance. Sarcococca, Chinese box. I think it's a much better evergreen to have than the ordinary Buxus, you know, the uh, box that most people have and now is falling to disease quite a bit. So give Sarcococca a thought. Oh, and one other thing, whilst I was uh, going to the garden shed, suddenly remembered I hadn't cleaned the blue-tip box out. If you haven't done that, and you've got blue-tip boxes, do get them down. If they were used last year, they'll have some pretty messy stuff in, and it's much better to get those really clean and fresh now, If it stays warm, then the birds will uh, soon be pairing up uh, and they'll be nesting before we know where we are. Oh, I'm really excited uh, today because uh, our interview guest uh, is from Fleuroselect. Now, when you look through the seed catalogues and the seed packets and sometimes with plant adverts, you'll see that little symbol, Fleuroselect and medals. Now, one of the people uh, on the staff looking after Flora is Sally van der Horst. and I have her on the phone now. Now, Sally, I've known you for a long time, a nice British lady. What are you doing with a Dutch name?
1: Oh, but Peter, I'm married to a Dutchman. I've been living in Holland really now for uh, getting on for 35 years. I was a student in the UK and I came here to work uh, as a student for a Dutch company, not in horticulture at that time. But yeah, there you go. And I arrived in Holland, spent a year here, met a Dutchman and uh, probably why I'm still here with a Dutch name.
0: That's history. So, uh, and do you speak Dutch? Dutch.
1: Oh, yes, yeah, Peter, I speak Dutch. Yes, I do speak Dutch. I think when you live in a country as long as I do, then it really is necessary to speak the language. I consider myself truly bilingual.
0: Oh, that's the stuff. Now, can you explain to us what Fluoroselect is?
1: Flura Select is a breeders' organization that was set up, uh, well, actually almost 50 years ago. In fact, in 2020, we will be celebrating our 50th anniversary. It was set up by the seed breeders at that time to protect their uh, intellectual property. Um, they made agreements with each other not to copy each other's varieties. Um, and at that time, um, some of the big names at that time in the seed industry uh, were, were some of the um, um, founders. Jim Unwin of Unwin Seeds was actually one of the founders of Floriselect at that time. The business has changed over the years. Um, And from the 1990s, there was more uh, breeding done in um, vegetative varieties, material from uh, vegetative uh, rather than just from seed. And in fact, now we represent breeders in both the seed and vegetative side of the business. And of course, on top of the the distribution uh, companies have joined, so we have uh, distribution companies um, who actually distribute the, um, the material as well as part of our membership.
0: Now, do I remember it correctly? Was it European-based initially? That's
1: right. The word Fluroselect, select of course, comes from fleur, flower, and euro, as in European, because we had at that time... Uh, there was uh, a sister organisation or is an organisation in America called All America Selections. Britain, there was at that time the All Britain Trials. And in fact, Jim, when uh, brought the All Britain Trials into Flurry Select, um, uh, merged it, as it were, together.
0: Yeah. And and so now you are in practice international, aren't you, rather than Europe-based? Yeah, just Europe based. And, and yeah who... we have
1: members now from all over the world, including a lot of new members from China, actually. Three mm. new members recently joined from China.
0: Goodness, yeah. It's because the world's changing, isn't it? You know, that's It's getting a smaller, smaller place.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's correct. And from that beginning, as it were, uh, the trials, the trials are the essence, if you like, of fluoroselector, Selecta, where we trial new varieties. Varieties that are bred by the breeders, uh, which we trial in trial locations in gardens uh, all over Europe looking at the performance of new varieties and in fact new varieties uh, which perform well in the trials are awarded in our award system and that was the logo you were referring to Peter when you talked about what's on the seed packet.
0: Yeah and so those trials would they be spread from Scandinavia to southern Italy?
1: Yeah, we have trials in Italy and in Northern Europe as well. Yeah. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, and we actually have a trial ground in Russia as well, Peter, because, of course, Russia is a big market for the packet seed business. Oh, a lot I of did. Russians have got a lot of knowledge about flowers and plants, perhaps more than even we can imagine here in the west of Europe.
0: Yeah, I hadn't, hadn't realised that Russia, you know, were members of Flourish Yeah, we have
1: we have yeah. some members in Russia, yes, yeah, certainly in the packet seed business.
0: So, so if, if I was... Um, a uh, Mr. Fothergill or Mr. Thompson and Morgan or Mr. Sutton uh, and had uh, a new seed-raised plant, uh, uh, I would send seed to you, would I?
1: Well, not, not exactly, because really those companies, well, Thompson Morgan is a breeder, but really it's the breeder companies, the companies that are developing new varieties that apply, if you like, to us to to have their varieties trialled or tested in the competitions. And so, so it's uh, probably, Mr. Feathergirls. I would see that more as a, as a company which would buy actually from our breeders.
0: So if a breeder then sends a quantity of seed to you, you would then send it out to all of these trial grounds across Europe. And then who judges them?
1: That's uh, an employee of the of the companies. So and uh, the judging is always done against a, a standard variety in the market. So you can only judge a variety. We call them comparison trials. So you would compare that new variety with what is already existing, looking if it's more the colour is new or the habit is better or... Or many things that uh, were just characteristic, phenotypal characteristics of the plant. Yeah, if, if it's more uh, tolerant to a particular disease, that is all tested in our trials.
0: And then if across all those trials, uh, the judges make strong recommendations, you give medal awards, don't you?
1: That's correct. We can give We can give awards to the varieties which are absolutely the top performers. That's correct, yeah.
0: And then, what are what, what, then? What are these awards?
1: These are well, it's a medal. Though. We call it a gold medal, if you like, and that uh, the, the breeder then uses that um, across the industry. It's not just, of course. Uh, it's really, really. Uh, I suppose we are we are working at the top of the chain. So uh, that award, that's a recognition that the grower knows that these varieties will perform. But of course, most of the product that we trial is for the professional grower. With looking for um, yeah for, for the best production
0: and and then more recently, as well as the FloraSelect Gold Medal Award, uh, you've introduced a thing called Flora Star Awards. What are they?
1: Yeah. we've been having those now about for about eight years now. We realise and recognise that uh, the point of sale of a plant, i.e., when the plant is sold in the shop, that's when the consumer makes his decision. And we've been looking at a different sort of, if you like, a different sort of competition to look at the plant at its point of sale performance. So when the consumer would be in the, in the garden center and would look at a bench and would say, yes, I want that product, I want that plant because that appeals to me. And we have about a 30 judges, if you like, looking at the performance on the shelf, looking and making a decision. Is this the product that the consumer will want this season? So that's, that's our new. We call it that, the Flora Star. Yeah.
0: And what's the Flora Star for 2017? You know, the people can look out for this year. Well, we have a we have one that was 27,
1: 2017, 2018. That's that's a Calibra Coa, Peter, and that's called Calibra Coa. And I'm going to save you the long name because, of course, plants have long names. Retail uh, that we call it. Pinktastic. It's a Calibrecoa mini famous double pinktastic, but we like to just call it pinktastic because it is fantastic.
0: <laughs> so it, yes, it's like pink fantastic, but it's pinktastic. Tastic.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a it's a Calibri-coa and it's Beautiful. It's got uh, three colours, if you like, in the in the flower. It's almost like a little rose. The breeder told me. She, it's a lady that bred it. It's a lady from Germany, from the company selector, and she is she is absolutely delighted when she won this award, and she thinks it's almost like a little rose. She tells us.
0: Now, Sally, uh, on air live, can I ask, uh, how about having a plant or two for us on our stand at Chelsea? Then is that Ooh. A
1: pop- I'm sure we can organise that because, yeah, last year we actually showed the winner from the year before, if you remember on your stand, that was uh, the Begonia, Miss Malibu, and we were able to organise plants last year, and yes, we would certainly like to organise plants for this year.
0: Well, there's another request too. The bird tells me that there's a rather nice geranium called Sally.
1: Oh, Peter, yes, that is. <laughs> That's true. I, I, Peter, I, 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 I have to tell you, but um, last year I was 25 years at Flora Select, and I was honoured by... How, how, could, how be...
0: could you be 25 years? You know, oh. you're just a young lady. You couldn't possibly oh. have been there 25 years. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm not that young, thank you, Peter. <laughs> but I was 25 years at Flora Select last year, and um, I, I was given a surprise party, and I was asked to uh, christen um, uh, a new geranium, a new pelargonium, called um, Sally. And uh, there she is. And uh, she was at the IPM show last week as well. And I've been very lucky and, uh, that I was allowed to have offered, given the opportunity even to go to uh, Kenya recently and see the mother plants of my pelargonium.
0: So that's where all the cuttings will come from to supply all of Europe with uh... It's a zonal geranium, isn't it, Sally? It's a, yeah.
1: It's a, a pelagonium. and it's not a zonal, it's a Oh now you are got me here Peter. It's it's a pelagonium. it's a geranium. It's green-leaved. Right. Green-leaved.
0: Green-leaved. Yes. Well, I think Sally should be at With- Chelsea alongside the color. <laughs> <What? laughs>
1: I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure she should. I have to find out. She's called Toscana, Sally. She's part of the Toscana range. It's a large range. Of of uh, of uh, beautiful beautiful Patagum. She's she's bright orange red, which is uh, which is a great colour.
0: Well, when I yeah. saw you at Essen last week, you were in bright red too, weren't you?
1: Yeah, because red's our colour, Peter. It's our logo, and we like to be in red. We are the ladies in red. <laughs>
0: Sally, you've been a great guest. Thank you very much for joining us. Look forward to seeing uh, your namesake at least at Chelsea and the lovely new (laughs) Calibrocoa. You can really notice the days getting longer. You know, particularly in the evening now, I find there's another, well, best part of an hour when I can do things outside. And seeing the days getting a little longer reminded me of the... uh, poem, another one from uh, Pam Marden and this is called A Country Wife's Lament I'll be glad when winter's gone you know cause me hubby worries me he don't know where to put himself when he's finished off his tea he can't get on the garden and the allotment's far too wet the nights are getting lighter but not quite enough as yet he gets a blinkin' restless it fair gets on my wick He's happier when he's digging and then walking up the vic. I can't call him romantic, he ain't the same as me. He's thinking of his onion sets when we're watching our TV. He's lovely in the springtime with all his seeds to sow. He's a real nice bloke in summertime when everything do grow and autumn finds him clearing up. I love him then I do. And then the bloomin' winter's here. But I always see it through, I wait for spring, I know the signs when he's coming to his best. Off comes his thermal long johns and his Marks and Spencers vest. Thanks again to our sponsor, YouGarden, and my producer, Charlie Jones. And thank you for listening. Enjoy your garden. We'll be back next Thursday. Discover more at sungardening.co.uk Hold up.